When you work with new teachers, one of the first things you watch them struggle with after classroom management is making meaning of language. Defining words for kids is hard because the tool you use to make sense of words is other words. To teach a kid a new word, you have to find the right combination of words they already know to help them understand a word they've never known. If you underestimate how difficult this is, imagine a six-year-old. They probably don't have any front teeth. Then imagine having five minutes to teach them what these three words mean. Important, respect, and responsible. This is the first day of school for the average first grade teacher and every single first time teacher is dumbfounded at how hard it is to teach kids how to make meaning out of abstract concepts like these. You can make illustrations, you can immerse them in experiences, but sometimes nailing down a crispy sticky phrase that actually defines the concept in question is really, really hard. A lot of the time, as a young teacher, I found myself defining some of these abstract concepts the same way a Supreme Court justice once defined obscenity. Baby, you know it when you see it. Lately, I've been having a similar struggle with a word that has become so ubiquitous that it has become, in effect, meaningless. You see it just as frequently exploited by white supremacist indoctrination as you do Black Lives Matter talking points. It's one of Karen's favorite words, but also Keisha's. It is as often a bed mate to crime and punishment as it is lap of luxury. It has achieved the no last name necessary status claimed only by the likes of Cher and Beyonce. It has all at once become so omnipresent that it's starting to feel obsolete. The word is deserve. If you want proof, I offer you this challenge, regardless of your networking circles, level of education, annual income, or political affiliation. For the next 24 hours, count how many times you see or hear someone use the word deserve. On social media, on the news, in casual conversation, on podcasts, it's reached buzzword level usage, so it's a safe bet that everyone thinks they know what it means. But if you had to define it for a first grader, what would you say? After I let the proliferation of this word annoy me enough, I do what I usually do when y'all run a word into the ground. I looked it up. Deserve. Verb. To do something or have or show qualities that merit recognition, reward, or punishment in a specified way. When someone says someone deserves something, they are literally saying those people have done something to show themselves worthy of what they want or got. And here, I think, is where I started to struggle with this word. Declaring something worthy requires either a set of qualifications or a definitive judge. Meaning, until me and the average native Texan can agree on the qualifications that make good barbecue or agree on a definitive judge who consistently identifies good barbecue, I don't have to respect any of their beliefs that what they call barbecue deserves to compete with anything we cook in, in Memphis. The struggle I'm having with this word isn't quite done, but since I started this stupid project and put myself on a deadline, y'all get to have it with me in real time, even though the clever snarky resolution that should eventually end this doesn't exist yet. When I say I deserve to be loved without compromising the woman I am becoming, who says? Based on what credentials or qualifications? Is my declaration of this desire enough to say that I deserve it? Some say yes. Some people, let's call them optimists, 
believe that we all deserve to be loved without compromise, that we deserve a life lived without fear of failure or judgment or stigma simply because we exist. But they can't say this without conceding to another group of people, let's call them realists, that a great number of us have never experienced these things and that many of us all have gone to their graves without having either one. But I should have it. I deserve it. Says who? Me. But girl, who is you? You know, it's really getting on my nerves how frequently my biggest mental struggles lead me to this question because I still don't have an answer. Can you believe that I've actually managed to make it to March without giving up on this little project? It's true. I am so glad you continue to check in on me through all my mess and even more thankful to those of you who reach out to cheer me on. If you like what you're hearing, share me with a friend. If you don't, email me. Be a guest. Help me clean up this mess. Love, leave, change, pod at gmail.com. This has been your reluctant host. I'll see y'all right back here in two weeks. Probably. Maybe. Bye.